I'm wrestling, you're not weak for me. Celebrate what I am. Celebrate what I have been. Celebrate what I represent. And celebrate the many ways I have impacted your life. I will survive this test as I have survived others. I am forever etched into the very fiber of all mankind. The world needs me. Time is on my side. History guarantees me. I am wrestling. Do not wait for me. What's up, everybody? This is your host, Ben Askren. You are listening to the T-Row and Funky Show. This is episode number 21. And finally, Tommy, we have gone international as I am filming this, uh, taping this episode from Singapore. You're all the way back in Columbus, Ohio. And, uh, you know, we got listeners from all over the world because we just had a tweet coming in said uh, a listener from France is listening. And I think that works perfect this week because we're going to talk about international wrestling. We got the Olympic team trials. Are you psyched or what? I'm super pumped, man. I'm going to be there. Uh, it is the place where my career ended, so a little bittersweet, but overall, I couldn't be more excited. I do want to preface um, the podcast today in the effort to save time for you. I know you're training in Singapore, and <clears throat> you and I, let's be honest here, Ben, we don't follow Greco and women's wrestling to a, to a level or to a point where we can adequately comment on how we think things are going to go down and give an educated opinion, so... We just want to leave, I just want to leave the blanket statement for all the women and the Greco wrestlers out there that we love you guys. We know that your commitment to the sport is no different and no worse or better than that of our freestyle guys. But we're actually subject to freestyle wrestling um, and all the players. So we're just going to comment on freestyle. Is that cool with you, Ben? That's good with me. And I'm, uh, you know, I'm excited, obviously, for the Olympic trials. Uh, even though I can't be there this time, and I, you know, I've been in every one since I've been 2000, 2004, 2008, 2012. Um, so I've been in every one. So this will be the first one I've missed since uh, 1996. Um, but it's one of the best weekends of the year. I think I think we can agree that the NCAA championships are probably both of our favorite weekends of wrestling. But I think that the Olympic team trials comes close to that. No doubt about it, especially in Iowa City, man. It's just, uh, it's going to be a great event. I think that USA Wrestling, NBC Olympics, the Olympic Committee, they're more prepared to host at this venue. I think it's going to be off the charts. And we've got some big storylines with every weight class. Yeah, I, th- I think you really do. Um, obviously, we, you know, we've discussed before, what it sucks that it's only six weight classes. There should definitely be more than six weight classes. The weight classes are just so spread, especially when you get those upweights. I mean, one, 163 to 189 is just a, it's an insane jump. Um, and, you know, even 43 to 63 is a large jump, and that's kind of pushed a lot of people into, into certain weight classes. Good thing, bad thing, you know, there's a little bit of both, but I, I, want, I want to see more weight classes, hopefully in the future, um, coming back to the Olympics. I think so, too. I don't know how we get that done, but we got to get it done. It's, it's, it used to be 11. So we're we're halfway. We cut half of them out. We're halfway dead. Damn it! <laughs> um, and so one thing I was thinking about Tommy was this uh, the sixty five weight class. And you and I have discussed this multiple times on our podcast. How freaking tough it is. But I'm kind of maybe reconsidering that notion because when you look at it, very few of these guys have had huge international levels of success. Now they, you know, Pico's had some. Oliver's had a little bit. Um, Stevers had a little bit. Metcalf has 
struggled a lot at the international level. Um, so is there a lot of parody, and is that why we're saying it's good? Is there a lot of NCAA name recognition? Is that why we're saying it's good? Because on the international level, even 97 kilos has had significantly more international success than 65 has. I'll give you a real vanilla answer. I think it's both men. I think that there's legitimacy to what you're saying because these guys are domestically known because of their prowess in the U.S. You know, Logan Steamer, four-time NCAA champ, Brad Metcalf, Jordan Oliver. These are household names in college wrestling. So, you know, they're, they're people just know them, and they're all going to compete against one another, so it creates great storylines. And to your point, you know, that doesn't actually translate to the international success they've had. Is it really our deepest weight class? I think in some ways it's our deepest weight class because there's eight, nine, you know, seven, eight, nine guys that can make the team and it wouldn't be inconceivable, right? I mean, can you say that yeah, in any other no, weight class? I, I think you're right on on that. I think, I so think in that way, in that way, it's deeper. Maybe the number nine guy in that weight class is better globally than our number nine, two, three, two, 13 pounder. Actually, that's not a maybe. That's a for sure. That's a for sure. But, but the top three, um, it's not really close compared to 213 or even 163 or 189. Yeah. yeah. I, or, I think or heavyweight for that matter. I mean, 121 might be the only other weight class. Yeah. But, uh, um, and, and you know what? May, and maybe it's also because interna- you know, internationally 145 or one, I'm sorry, 143 now, is a super common way for people to be at, and and internationally in other countries, those guys have kind of got ram jammed into into sixty five kilo also because you know in the Olympic you you take out the one fifty four and you take out the one thirty two and you're left with just one hundred forty three pounds and that's all you're left with, um, and you know you've seen a migration of a lot of good wrestlers, so maybe it's just that internationally that weight class is so freaking good that you know it just. Our guys are struggling, and that's why it is. I think it could be a little bit of everything, but you know, by the same time, our our best international wrestlers, probably in order right now, are Jordan Burroughs, Kyle Snyder, Travel Delagnev, Jake Varner. Do you agree with that order? Hmm. Let me think about this. I'm, well, I'm we looking, got. I'm looking through the list back. right now. I'm looking through the list right now. Well, uh, I mean, obviously James Green you have to throw in there because he did get a world bronze medal. You know, I know, I know he hasn't had um, a significant amount of success, but James Green That's has fair. had success. I about that. That's fair. So I still put him behind those those guys, though. Yeah, I guess you know it's going to be interesting to see how James Green does at um, at forty one forty three because it's tiny for him. I mean, he wrestled one fifty seven his whole college career. He wrestled 154. Um, you know, they say he can make it. And I, I believe he's wrestled 143 one time, but I think only one time um, has he been down there. So, you know, it's going to be kind of interesting to see how he does down at 143. No doubt about it. And then Andrew Howe has competed very well internationally. David Taylor got some great wins. Um, he's got some great wins. Jake Herbert had the world silver medal. Um, I think Ed Ruth did well in his only world championships appearance. Not great, but he did well. Um, so there's there's a lot of guys that have competed well internationally, um, possibly more than any other guys in the weight class we're talking about. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm with you on that one. So, um, well, you want to get into these weight classes or what? Let's do it, man. Okay, so obviously we're starting off with 125 pounds. And this is one where, you know, we talk about there there is a lot of parody. 
Uh, I'm just going to list off all 12 guys. I'm going to go one through eight. We got our top eight rankings. And then we also got um, four additional qualifiers. Well, oh, I'm sorry, we got five because we just had the last chance qualifier, and he is not included on here, um, no. which would be Obi Blanc. So, starting at number one, working our way down, we got Tony Ramos, Tyler Graff, Daniel Dennis, Coleman Scott, Erkin Tad's, I don't even never had, knew how to say his last name, Tad Zimendoff, Sam Hazelwinkle, Joe Colon, Nathan Tomasello, Angel Escobedo, Alan Waters, Nico Megalutis, Nashawn Garrett, and Obi Blanc. Those are, those are our 13 qualifiers. Um, and obviously Ramos does not have a free ride to the, the best out of three. He's got to go in the bracket. This is a weight class with, a, in my opinion, a ton of parity. Wouldn't you say, um, Tommy? A truckload. Huge. A huge amount. A huge. They were in Wisconsin <laughs> today. I guess, so apparently Trump ate breakfast in my neighborhood. You know, obviously I'm not there, but apparently he ate breakfast in my neighborhood at this little terrible George Webb restaurant. And it, it always makes, you know, the politician thing makes me laugh, like, Listen, Tommy, I, you know, I don't want to act like I'm uppity, but I wouldn't go eat breakfast at this crappy little restaurant that Trump ate at. And I know Trump didn't want to eat there, but it, like, makes him look good to his uh, constituents or something to that effect. Like, but you know what I'm saying? The restaurant's not good. What are you doing, Donald? <laughs> Love it. So Yeah, so I think, I think 125, a lot of parody, um, a lot of different opinions there on, on – how it could all go down. Obviously, Ramos has been the most consistent, but there's a wild card in there. The name's Coleman Scott. Um, yeah. He's only been down to weight once. He wrestled pretty well for cutting straight down to 125 at the uh, the biggest qualifier, whatever you want to call that. Yeah. His only loss was to Daniel Dennis, the mountain man who wasn't training for the Olympics until what, you know, 18 months ago? Yeah. So then you got Sam Hayes-Winkle, who... Um, had a good event. Angel Escobedo's won a lot internationally. Um, there's plenty of guys in there that uh, that can make the team. I mean, I, seven or eight different guys, I could say, I, I think can make the team. And then you got someone in there like Nate Tomasello. Let me finish before you call me a Buckeye homer. No, I, I was just going to say, Tommy, I was going to say, like, if Tomasello beat Ramos, that's not going to blow my mind. Here's, here's what – so Tomasello making the team would – not blow my mind, but I don't. I wouldn't bet on it. But Tom Sello beating any one of those guys one match next weekend or this coming weekend, absolutely plausible. Yeah, I know. I agree, hundred percent. But uh, you know, the one guy who I, I thought this when you said Tom Sello, I thought you were going to say this guy, um, Nishan Garrett. I mean, you know, oh, when, yeah. when you look at him versus Tom Sello, I got to say Nishan's the favorite, right? Or Mega Lewis, right. you got to say Nishan's the favorite. Um, and when you when you look at guys like Tyler Graff, like I would I wouldn't be shocked if Nishan beat those guys. I mean, it wouldn't be like mind blowing to me. So this weight class, I'm looking at. Well, you at, got the two, you got the two point takedown. You got the push outs from his last doubles. Like that could be a scary one. It could be a little mini Jordan Burrow circa 2011. Yeah, I mean, totally. And you know what? Even our. Um, even our, our wild card qualifier, our last chance qualifier, Obi Blanc, he's been on the world team before. Oh gosh! I mean, this really, you know, you know, he he barely made he made it. He looked really good this weekend as the last chance qualifier. But he's you know he struggled this year, but he has been on. He's been the number one guy before. No doubt. So I'm look, excited. I'm getting pumped up. I'm getting really charged. I mean, who are you going with? I mean, who are you going with? 
Is there anyone, let me ask you this, Tommy. I named 13 guys. Talk about the, Alan Waters is probably out of the 13, he's probably the 13th. That's a Missouri guy, so that makes me a little bit sad. But is there anyone that you'd really be like completely shocked if they made the team? Would you be like, wow, I didn't see that one coming. That blows me away. There's a few guys that would it would completely floor me, such Ooh. as Alan Waters. Alan Waters. Okay, who else? Man, yeah. I mean, it, it, I could see any one of these guys beating each other one time. When I think of someone going through the whole tournament, though, it's hard to picture Tomasello. Um, it's because of experience, not because of anything else. But yeah, it's it's, it's pretty wild. Who are we going to go with? Who are you going with? I wish I wish I could see Nishan wrestle one tournament. And then, <laughs> you know, and then, you know, and then make my judgment. Because I really feel like, you know, I feel like from his style, and I think he's a great size for the weight class. Like, I don't think it's he's too big where the cut's going to be impossible. But he is big for that weight class. So, you know, when you're thinking in those terms... Um, I'd love to see him compete. Uh, you know, Coleman Scott, I think the cut takes a little too much out of him. He's so, I, you know, I don't know yeah. that I would pick Coleman. Um, man, Hazelwinkle's great at number six, too. Like, if he beat Daniel Dennis, you know, he was our Olympian in 2012. If he beat Daniel Dennis, that wouldn't surprise me. Tommy, I don't know who to pick. I usually got a great opinion, but... Oh my God! I'm just staring at this freaking I mean, thirteen there's a guys. Part of me, there's a part of me that wants to bet on Nishan. There's a part of me that wants to bet on him too. Man, do you got the guts to do it? Well, so wait. So are they going to seed all the way to thirteen? Or are they just going to seed eight and then they're going to fill the other five in? Where I don't they go? know. I don't know. We don't need to look it up. But I don't think they have that anywhere. Ramos. That'd be nice if we could see the bracket right now, but we can't see the bracket, can we? No. Ramos has been the most consistent. He deserves the number one seed, no question. But you know, like, the crazy thing about Ramos um, is he wrestles all these, you know, he wins, but he wrestles all these guys close. I mean, when you think about, what was it, it was 2014 when he was losing to Andrew Hotstrasser, and, uh, he, you know, he beat him with really, really short time left in, no the, in that match, and Hotstrasser didn't even make the trials. He's not even in the top 13. No doubt. I mean, no you know doubt. what I'm saying? So that's when you're talking about the parity in this weight class is freaking mind-blowing. All right. I'm, who I'm you picking? picking my okay, pick. who you pick? I'm picking. Pick. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with my boy Coleman Scott. But I was very close to picking Nishan. All right. I'm going to go. Uh... I'm, going with, I'm going with Coleman because of this, because I think he made the weight. I think he made it again at the, the Pan Am thing. Okay. So I think he's been down twice. Um, I know he's distracted head coach at North Carolina. He's got a family and everything. But I think the guy is KG. He's got the most, he's got the most experience. Yeah. I'm, I'm going with Coleman. Not I don't know who to pick. I'm going to pick. I'm going to go with Nishan. Wow. I'm going with the dog. That You know what? He's a, he's a big, uh, big hey, listen, dog. You know what? Can, can, am I allowed to change my pick to Nishan after the first round only? No, no. Whatever you say right now is sticking to you like glue, Tommy. You're not You're not going to get rid of that pick. Oh, gosh. All right, you got Nishan. Coleman. I mean, he's, a, he's an Olympic Take bronze home. medalist. It's a good pick. Yeah. yeah There's a lot of good picks in that bracket. 
uh, Raymond, two-time world team member, OB world team member, Hayeslinkle Olympian, Coleman Scott Olympic bronze medalist, uh, Nishan NCAA champ, Monticello NCAA champ, Escobedo NCAA champ, beaten numerous world members. Escobedo was a world team member at one year. Oh, that's right. I think he even took like seventh or something. Don't quote me, but I'm I, I'm pretty sure he took Gosh, seventh. I forgot about Angel. I love Angel too. He's an RTC alumni hierarchies. Man, this this is gonna be a great weight class. It's gonna be a great weight class. All right, let's go down to one forty three. So you got mm-hmm. Brett Metcalf. I'm going one through eight, and then I'm going the extras. And who the heck won the last chance qualifier? Oh, it was um, oh my God, BJ Futrell won the last chance, so he's on there too. Okay, you got Metcalf. James Green, Jordan Oliver, Jimmy Kennedy, Reese Humphrey, Logan Steber, Aaron Pico, Kellen Russell, Frank Molinaro, Jason Chamberlain, Jason Ness, Dean Heil, Zane Rutherford, and Bernard Futrell. This is another one, Tommy. If someone won through through eight wins it, you're not really that surprised. No doubt about it. Kellen Russell's been there before. Hasn't Kellen Russell been the guy once? Or he, he maybe he won the open, but then he lost at the trials. Yeah, he opened and lost the trials. You know this this weight class and one twenty five are very similar. Yeah, very similar. I think Metcalf has done a little bit more, a little bit better internationally than we originally or you gave him credit for in the beginning of the podcast. Why? He's he's medaled at Uregan. Um, Which year? I can't remember. Because this year he didn't do so well. I, I actually just watched the I watched the flow special and he didn't do so well this year. I think it was last year. You got second or third. Let me see if I can Google it. Yeah, Regan. But how how many times has he been a world team member? Um, four, I think. Four. He's been first in, time. Was, and remember, so Tommy, let's not forget, this weight class is not qualified for the Olympics. They got to yeah, go to Mongolia two weeks after. He got super medal at Uregan in 2015. 13, 13 it says. Not 15, 15. Well, did he get two of them? 13. He beat a bunch of Russians and got second. This one says he got it in... Um, in 2013, so maybe he's a two-time Norwegian medalist. That's pretty good. I was a, I was a two-time Norwegian medalist. So okay, so I so he's had some international success, but not at the not at the World Championships. Yeah, no, he hasn't. He hasn't. No, I, I think Brett if he was on the show. He would say that he hasn't done what he wanted to do at the championships. I think he's a little bit better internationally than than Ramos. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I wouldn't argue that one. Um, man, I'm probably going to go with Logan Steamer. I mean, he's he's a four-time champ. I think he's wrestled the best internationally this year out of anybody in the weight class. But he's always struggles with uh, he struggles with Jordan Oliver, and that's who he's going to have in the quarters. He was beating Jordan Oliver at the Bill Farrell New York tournament with 30 seconds to go. But he's lost um, to him how many times in, in a row now? He beat him for the NCAA title. <laughs> That was like 2011, 12. 12? 12. 12? Um, well, yeah. So uh, he damn near beat Chimizo. Um, Chimizo. He beat, a, he beat a bunch of guys. 
I'd either take Metcalf or Steber. I'm going with Steber. Metcalf? I don't think it's that weird that I'm picking that. I mean, yeah, he went to Ohio State, now I'm looking at home. But, but, I mean, he's wrestled the best. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you agree that he's wrestled the best out of anybody internationally this year in that weight class? Yeah, you know what? Why hasn't James Green competed more? Is it because he doesn't want to make the weight? Is that why? He probably had to atrophy his body down, honestly. I mean, you know, I did that heavyweight to 211, and I wrestled right away in, like, October and December, and it was awful. I wish I would have just sat out for three months and atrophied my body down and then went out yeah, there and wrestled. Atrophied your body. So you like, is it like you're a veal cow and they, they string you up and you don't, you you're, don't you're move? Shrink, you're, shrink, you're, you're actually shrinking your body. You know, you know yeah, it more than I, I know do. what you're talking about, but the way, the way you said yeah. it was really atrophied, that was really funny. Yeah, you got to shrink your body. Wow. So I'm yeah. going deeper. You got. Well, so where is James Green competed this year? Pan Ams. Pan Ams. He's a stud, but I, I, I man, that's a this is a tough weight class. I wish there was a better international database to show competition. How, how much easier? How much easier was it to pick the NCAA guys, which is a than it is this? I mean, the NCAA was like. You and I were both pretty much on the same page. Yeah, and, and yeah, and we got a lot right too. I mean, it wasn't like and there's we, not <laughs> and there's not eight or nine guys. There's like three at the most. Yeah, uh, man, Tommy, this is a nightmare. Oh, we didn't pick Bryce Meredith or Miles Jordan. <laughs> um, I don't know who I want to pick. You know, I'm, I'm going to go with James Green. Um, oh, no, Metcalf. Okay, I'll go with Metcalf. <laughs> oh, Metcalf doesn't have an easy road though, because he's probably gonna go. He's gonna go oh Kellen Russell. He's gonna go Kennedy or Humphrey, and then he's gonna go Green Oliver Steber. I can't even pick who's coming off the other side. Green Oliver Steber or Pico. That's a freaking coin flip. Yeah, I feel like a politician today, Tommy. Dang it, my wife is trying to call me. Um, what are you doing, Amy? I feel like a politician today, Tommy, because I'm like I feel like I'm flip flopping all over the freaking place. You're you're like Hillary Clinton today on the oh, show. Oh God, don't hey, ever, don't ever. Hey, um, what? You want to know something scary? Because you pick Nishan. So Nishan, because he had this great college season, you want to pick him, right? Well, Dane yeah. Rutherford, who had a better college season, is in this weight class, but we know damn well he's not. In that, in the thick of it, the way the way that you would think. I mean, Pico's five or six and zero oh against. Yeah, I mean, well, I, I think that comes down to. Uh, I think it comes down to the fact that one of the reasons Rutherford's so good is he's a freaking amazing mat wrestler, and really, what good, you know, when it got it, sold, you're right. Yeah, when it comes <laughs> when it comes to mat, I mean, you know, even even uh, in the um, Kalika match, you know, he wasn't super dominant on the feet. He's just so freaking good on top. Um, and no, obviously those I, skills don't directly apply. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he was competitive with some of these guys, but I can't see him. Jimmy Kennedy wrestles really well. Jeez. Jimmy Kennedy's an animal. I mean, and obviously a lot of these guys are actually, they should be 61 kilo guys for sure. But, uh, you know, that's not an option. So. Logan Steber included. All right. So you're going with Steber. I'm going to go with Metcalf. But... I, you know, I don't feel good about that. I and I honestly, I don't feel good about picking anyone in this thing because there's so many guys who are competitive. No doubt, no doubt. I'm All going, right, I'm 74 All kilos. Right. So, let's make so let's got, go make an easy got, decision. 
I've got Coleman Scott Stever. You've got Nashawn and Metcalf. Yeah. 74, I got Burroughs. Who do you got? <laughs> yes, Burroughs. Um, I got Burroughs. I do want to make a comment. And, he gets a, and he's got a bye to the best of three. Yep. I think Andrew Howe's going to make it out. And I think Jordan Burroughs will, will have to work harder to make the Olympic team than he will to win the Olympics. Okay, so... Um, I'm, still, I'm still taking Burroughs, though. But I'm just saying. I just want to say that. Let me, let me ask you this one, though. How well do you think Alex Deringer can do against, you know, it'll be funny if he ends up, I know him, him and Chris Perry are really close, but he could obviously end up wrestling Chris Perry. How do you think Alex Deringer does against Andrew Howe or Chris Perry? Because when I look at the rest of the guys in the weight class, I think I would say, if you were making betting odds, that Alex Deringer would be the favorite on Bellamont, Lavalley, Marable, Massa, uh, obviously beat up Massa at the Southern Scuffle, Adam Hall, Quentin Godley. I, th- I think you say Alex Deringer is the favorite. But how does he go against Howard Perry? You know, I think the three of them, it could go either way with the three of them. I'm, I'm betting on Hal, but you know, obviously Chris Perry's beaten Hal before. Darren is a three-time champ, only has four college losses, been on the junior world team. It'll be one, It could be one of those three coming out, in my opinion. But yeah. I would say that Darringer wouldn't be able to keep up with Hal's hand fight. I could really? see him doing... Yeah, but I could see him doing better with um, Perry, and Perry has proven to put up with how hand fight. So yeah. it's one of those style stylistic things. But you know, you don't really know until they get out there with Derringer because he hasn't competed on this level. Yeah, enough. you know what's funny? You, obviously, he's um, so they got the top eight, and Alex is not listed in top eight probably because he hasn't competed internationally um, because he's been wrestling college. But you know, Massa is at number seven. And Deringer beat him pretty easily at the scuffle. I think it was nine nine to two. So, really, you know, if you're Burroughs is out, right? Because Burroughs is out of the mini tournament. So, how goes to number one? Perry goes to number two. So, where do you throw? If you're if you're a ranker, can you throw Deringer in the top eight? And if so, where do you throw him? Because I, you know, if him if he, I know he doesn't want to be on Chris Perry's side because those guys they're boys. So he'd rather be on. He'd rather be on house side. Did did they seat him on he house hasn't, side? He hasn't graced the mat in freestyle for years. Even though he's a stud, I just don't think you can put him ahead of these guys that have done something this year at the freestyle level. Well, he looked no. massa. I mean, okay, if I, Tommy, if I That's say... That's If I give you five to one odds, I'll give you five to one odds. Thousand bucks. So if I win, I get a thousand. If you win, you get five thousand. Are you betting on Logan Massa? Uh, no, but I'm talking about, how about How about ten to one odds? Uh, in freestyle, I would probably take that bet. Okay, so so it's so it's a long shot, but it's not that big of a long shot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair After enough. After watching the scuffle, and especially in different stuff, wrestling, all that stuff plays in, you know. So I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna go ahead and pick an upset, and I'm picking Alex Deringer to make it all the way to face off with Jordan Burroughs. Such a Wisconsin homer, but I love it. What happens? You know, and that'll that'll be really funny because that'll be the third Hodge Trophy winner that Burroughs has crushed right out of college. You know, crushed their dreams right out of college (laughs) because obviously Burroughs beat Dake in a close one when Dake won the Hodge. Burroughs then the next year beat Taylor when Taylor won the Hodge. Remember, because Dake was obviously out. 
Um, and now Deeringer just comes along. So I'm going to pick Deeringer versus Burroughs in the finals with uh, with Burroughs making the Olympic team. On a route. Really? I don't know. I think it'll be closer. I don't think it'll be that bad. I think that Derringer is great, but, yeah, I think he's going to have a hard time with Burroughs. I'm not saying he's going to beat him. I'm saying it'll be competitive. That's what I think. Okay. All right. All right. Go ahead. All right. So we both got Burroughs there, which is not um, that's not quite a shocker there. It's pretty ballsy. Hey, did you hear uh, – I, I guess I heard it today on Twitter, and which doesn't make it 100% true, but it seems like it'll be – is um, Imar is not going to wrestle at the trials. So I'm, I'm guessing he tried to go down and make 143, and he just couldn't do it. So no dice. So dice. And that he, was originally reported on the T. Rowan Funky show that he was going to be doing that. So it's, I, I would have liked to see him against those guys. but um, No doubt. No doubt. I would. It would have been interesting to have him in that mix picking out the 65 kilos. Definitely. Okay. So, hey, is, um, is Miles Martin going to wrestle or no? No, I don't think he is. I think the Ohio State Wrestling Twitter account said that he um, he's going to focus on the Junior World Team. Oh, that's a good idea. Okay. And he's so, like he's like 0-3 against Valencia, so I think he'd be plenty happy making the Junior World Team and beating Valencia. So, yeah. You know what I mean? All right, another, uh, another crapshoot of a weight here. So we got 189 pounds, which is 86 kilograms. Yeah, number one, Jake Herbert. Number two, Kyle Dake. Number three, David Taylor, Keith Gavin, Ed Ruth, John Reeder, Richard Perry, Clayton Foster, Tyler Caldwell, Austin Trotman, Gabe Dean, Jaden Cox, and Deron Wynn, who just won the last chance qualifier. What do you got, Tommy? I mean, this is deeper than you would think. If Taylor and Dick had had wrestled more at this weight class, obviously it'd be easier because everybody else has competed against one another. You still got Gadsden and um, and uh, Jadan um, as kind of wild cards. I don't know, man. You go first this time. Okay. Um, you know, I've, I've competed against a lot of these guys, so I think I get some That's special, true. special insight. And you got a crapshoot. <laughs> just like... <laughs> just like uh, 65 and just like 59 kilos. Uh, this is this is or 57 kilos. This is a mess to me. Um, you know Herbert, who had that international success early on in his career, hasn't hasn't been able to find his groove again. Um, Dake wasn't able to have success at 86 kilos. Uh, David Taylor, kind of the same story. Gavin, um, you know, has been he's been at the international level a lot and has not been able to find that success. Uh, Ruth has done decent, but not great at the international level. But it's kind of obviously he's trailed off a little bit. I think he's got his mind towards MMA. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I think I think Gabe Dean and I think Jaden Cox are wild cards because I think those guys can compete really well with the best guys in this division. But we don't know. We we haven't seen them in freestyle, so we don't know what they're going to do. Um, so who do I want to pick? I'm going with Jaden Cox. Boom! Homerville does it again. <laughs> but Jaden Cox did wrestle Kyle Snyder four to two last year at the Open. Yeah, no, no, um, it's not. Bad. And Kyle it's Snyder did false pick. start for that second takedown. It was I. I would have cautioned him. It was it was a false start, Tommy. It's not a bad. Oh, whatever. It's not a bad pick. It's not. Um, I wish I knew. I wish we could see these brackets right now. I mean, if we could see the brackets and see the first round matchups. Um, because in freestyle, I, th- I really think matchups matter a lot. Um, you know, like Gavin versus Herbert. I think Gavin 
could give other people bigger problems, but Jake has always had Keith's number. Um, I, you know, I think really Keith's only won one match against Jake that I can remember. Um, so, you know, that's that'll be a four versus a one if Gavin can get by Ruth, which is a you know a tough first round match. But Keith has beaten Ed before, so uh, you know I'm gonna pick Jaden, but I'm not confident at all in that. And uh, this this weight is a uh, it's crazy. It is crazy. I, it's crazier than I would have thought when the year started. I thought there would have been some separation um, with Dick and Taylor and maybe Herbert in there, and it would be kind of a group of those three. But there's seven or eight guys here that I can see making. Yeah, and, you know, and Tommy, let's not forget, um, this is another weight that has to qualify itself for the World Championships. No doubt. So they got to go to Mongolia two weeks after the trials to go try to qualify the weight class. Um, that's a tall task. Yep. Yep. No, it's interesting stuff, man. I'm I'm gonna go. With, Who are you gonna pick? I'm gonna go with Herbert. You going with Herbert? And and ever since he graduated college, he's made the world or Olympic team every time he tried, other than 2011 when he lost to Kale Sanderson. He made it in 2009. In 2010, he lost to Kale in 2011. He made it in 2012. He took 2013 and 14 off. He made it last year. I think the guy dialed in for these you know, to make the world teams and Olympic teams. I think he's been training pretty hard. He wrestled terrible at the Worlds. Um, I think you know Jake would say that if he was you know on on the show with us. But yeah, he's he's a true 189 pounder, um, which you can't say that about. Much yeah. of the competition, they're either cutting cutting a lot down or they're bulking up. I think he's in the perfect weight class. I think he's been training well. I'm going to go with Jake. Okay, so what do we think about um, who do you think wins, Dake or Taylor? You think Dake get, get, got still has his number, or what do you think? And who do you Hard think is okay? So if it's Dake Taylor. Which we don't know. We have no idea where Jaden's going in this bracket. He could be anywhere, right? Because they're just going to drop him in there, mm-hmm. from my understanding. But let's go just the top three. If it's Dake versus Taylor, you favor who? And who do you think gives Herbert a worse matchup problem? I think it's no question Taylor gives Herbert a worse matchup. Why, do you, th- why Dake, do you think that? Because I think Herbert flops around a little bit. He, he penetrates on both knees and splits the middle a lot down there. And, and there's a lot of opportunity for a style like Taylor or a style like Ashgren, per se, which we've already known you've, you've given Jake Fitz. Or Salas, really, too. Yeah, and Salas also. Yeah, to really do a lot of damage in those positions. So because of that, and it's not to say that they can't wrestle well there. Yeah. I think that's 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 a, really plays well to David Taylor's strengths. But I think Dick beats Taylor. Again. Yeah. But don't you feel bad? Like, don't you want – I mean, I was in the situation, obviously, with Chris Pendleton. Um, right. And I don't think you've had a situation where you've been on the losing end as often. Um, obviously, you had the rival with Mako, but you guys were more even than, you know. Yeah, we you, wrestled 19 times. I won eight and he won alone. So it was pretty even. But the, but I had spells, as did Mako against me. It was like – we really didn't often go one for one. It was like I went three or four in a row, and he went three or four in a row. Yeah. 
And I know how it feels during those times. You know, it's just like, God, I can't buy a win against this guy. And it's yeah. really frustrating. And, and you know, I mean, I've known David since he's in the seventh grade. I mean, there's a lot of guys I know personally in all these weight classes. It's down, I only have six weight classes. Stop so it's like, name dropping, Tommy. <laughs> anyways, I think, you know, you have to go with the guy that's been winning the last three or four or five or however many it is. But every time you see where David could have won the match. Hey, and um, it, don't you, you just want to see him point. win? Don't you just want to see him win one? Yes, I do. Absolutely. Absolutely. No doubt about it. No doubt about I'd it. like to see him win one. I mean, like like I said, I know how it feels to be on the losing end of that shit. We, <laughs> we just keep losing to somebody. Oh, God, bad. I want to see him win so bad. I want to see him get over that. You know what it'll do for his mental state? What takes record against 0-5 or 0-4? Against Taylor? No, Dave's record against Burrow. He, he experienced the same thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I guess you're right. Of course, Burrow's the best in the world right now, so it's a little different. But anyway. Yeah, I mean, listen, dude, Todd, Tommy, I I know uh, David Taylor is going to be hating that shit for the rest of his life if he can't beat Dake one of these times. And so I, so I hope he gets over the hump. I hope he gets a win. But obviously, them wrestling, I don't feel like is even a guaranteed situation. I think... I even think Gabe Dean could give both these guys a good go for no them. I mean, it, it, really, I mean, every week we've talked about, I could see a handful of guys making it other than um, 74. Yeah, 100%. And that takes us to the next weight class where I really, I probably only see three guys that could make the team. I only see one. I don't, I don't think anyone's beating Kyle Snyder, and that's, I'll stick by that. I don't think anyone's beating him. Varner's good, but he's not He's not going to beat Kyle. Well, I'm going to be up in the sense that I am going to pick Snyder, but Jake Varner got second at the region. J.D. Bergman is, I think, 4-1 or 4-2 against Jake Varner. Yeah. He's, trained with, he's trained every day with Kyle Snyder the past however many years. They know each other extremely well. I don't think that that match is decisive in the room. Why would it be any different in competition? Are so you telling I me, think, Tommy? Are you telling me it's not decisive? Because I know you're not. I know you're not just wondering about this. I know you know the answer. So you're, <laughs> you're saying it's very competitive in the room, is what you're telling me. Uh, what I'm telling you. That's what you're what telling I'm me. What I'm telling you is that I'm picking Snyder. He's got the mojo right now. Love nobody else in American wrestling, with obviously with the exception of obviously Jordan Burroughs. And he's wrestling the best out of anyone in America besides Jordan Burroughs. He proved that internationally. He proved it, you know, at the NCAA tournament. He's proven it in Vegas, the world. He proved it last year at the Open of the Child. I'm picking Snyder. I'm not saying that I'm not picking Snyder. I'm just saying that J.D. Bergman is, it's interesting. It's interesting that J.D. Bergman had a decisive winning record against Jay Barber and that he's trained with Kyle Snyder for two or three years consecutive days. That's interesting to me. I love J.D. like a brother. Um, Jay Varner is a two-time world medalist, Olympic champion, and was second at the Regan a couple months ago. Yeah. In a, tour- in a tournament where, where um, Snyder was third. So, yeah, I could see one of those two guys beating Snyder. Am I picking it? No, I'm not. I'm with you. But it is not, to me, it's not clear cut. It's not a no-brainer. Wow. Well, I'm gonna maybe I'm maybe I'm you know I've, you got more knowledge of the situation than I do, but I'm calling it. 
No brainer. I'm calling it too. I'm that's not a no brainer. No, I'm, I'm calling. I'm, I'm calling it a no brainer. You're not calling it a no brainer. I'm not calling it a no brainer. Okay. Um, all right. <laughs> and lastly, we got to your area of expertise. Skip over anybody that we shouldn't have skipped over at two two thirteen. No, Snyder's winning. Okay. All right. Um, all right. The big boys. Tell me what do you got? Give us some insight about the big boys. Well. Travell took a loss to um, Zach Gray last year. He was injured then. I think he's still injured now. I mean, he's recovering from surgery. I think he's wrestled well in the tournaments he has competed in. Um, you got some other guys in the weight class. But I just think Travell. I think Travell is the third best best American wrestler we have right now overseas. He's been top two for many years, in my opinion. And um, I think he's five or six in the world right now, even with an injured back. Um, and I think he's going to make it. <coughs> oh, sorry over here. Right over there? I'm just, yeah, I just coughed. Uh, yeah, you know what? I think um, obviously Ray and, and Travell are pretty close, and Travell had that back injury. He's supposed to be better now. Um, Dom has been competitive with those guys. Uh, you know, I'm excited to see the progression Gwizdowski's made. Because I really think... He wrestled often. I've never been more impressed with Gwizdowski in his career than when he lost Snyder. How about yeah. that? I, th- yeah, I mean, it says, it says a lot about Kyle Snyder, which we know <laughs> we know does. a lot about Kyle it Snyder. It really does, yeah. yeah. Um, but I think Gwizdowski's the only one in this bunch that could really, really push Travell if... Travell is healthy, which I think he well, is. The reason, is, the reason is because you can picture Gwen scoring on people. Yeah, exactly. Travell, I mean, Travell's got such a dynamic offense for a heavyweight, um, whereas a lot of these other guys, they don't have, you know, Zach Ray doesn't have that dynamic offense. Don Brelli doesn't have that dynamic offense. Bobby Telper doesn't have that dynamic offense. Um, so you have a hard time seeing those guys because they're going to have to beat them twice, right? It's not just they get mm-hmm. lucky once. They're going to have to beat them twice. Mm-hmm. That's two out of three. And I just don't see that happening. Yeah, no, I think I think you go with Travell, but I think the future is bright to heavyweight with Ray and Gwiz for different reasons. And then you got Don Bradley. Is Don Bradley still scrapping? Yeah, he's not, he's the number four seed. So um, he's yeah. he's another guy who's always had he's he, you know he's great defensively. He's strong. He moves well for a heavyweight, but he doesn't have a, he never has had a, a dynamic offense where he can score a lot of points. And, um, you know, that's where uh, it makes it hard to to win, you know, that many matches uh, in a tournament like this. Right, right. I think you go with Blagna, um, but I think to your point, I'm excited about Gwiz. Zach Gray's already proven he's in the mix with Travell. But I'm going with Blagna. Okay. Uh, um, I'm going to go with Gwiz. I'm going to go out on a limb. Uh, wow. Young Bull is going to come back. He's going to get total <laughs> redemption for the NCAA championships and make the Olympic team. That would be redemption. That would be some serious redemption. Um, no doubt. Okay, so la- last thought. Let's let's wrap this up. Uh, and obviously we had some technical difficulties with this episode because I'm freaking Asia and the internet at this hotel is not outstanding. Um, nevertheless, we got it done. Last final thought, Tommy. Out of this group of six, how many Olympic medals is the U.S. coming home with? Three. That was my answer. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> it's anticlimactic. 
Okay, so I think got... I think we've got a, I think we get we get a medal at seventy four, two thirteen, and heavyweight. So I was gonna say, or or you can sub heavyweight for other weights. Yeah, I think that's what I think too. I think you got two for sure's in my opinion, and then um, you know, and then after that, in a lot of it. Remember, the Olympic brackets are smaller; they're not World Championships brackets. So the Olympic brackets are going to be limited to 19. say eighteen to twenty two wrestlers. Which means the top side of the bracket's only going to be eight because remember the unbalanced, unseated brackets are which are just about as stupid as it gets. But that's how it uh-huh. is. So, I mean, when you get on that top side, out of those eight, two of the guys are going to get medals, right? One of them will be in the finals, wow. and one of them will get a bronze. Gosh, they, to look at it that way. They give two bronzes. Um, I ended up on the to- on the bottom side of my bracket of the Olympics, Tommy. Uh, if you wonder why I'm bitter about that, <laughs> 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 damn it. Um, yeah, so, uh, so, you know, when you look at any of the guys, I mean, you know, whether it's 57 kilo, 65 kilo, 89 kilo, a heavyweight, you know, those guys, they're all competitive internationally. They're not the best at their weight class, but if you put them on an easier side of the bracket. Yeah, exactly. I can see any one of those six getting a medal in the right circumstances. For sure. hundred percent. But in the worst, in the worst, I can still see three. In the worst, I, in the worst, I can see two. I mean, no, honestly, Tommy, in the worst, I could see one. I mean, what if, what That's if true. freaking uh, Snyder draws yeah, the Russian the worst, first round the worst and loses could, yeah. three to two, and then you're, you know, you're right. The worst, the worst. There's really only two or three wrestlers in the world that could get a medal in the worst conditions. Yeah, that you I would mean, you would bet on it because you you don't know who you're wrestling first round. Yeah, you got Sadulayev, you got yes. Burroughs. That might be it. Yeah, I mean, there's not a lot of guys, especially when you're looking at like, um, well, you know, this year it was 57. Okay, I think I think the Turk, I think the Turk at heavyweight, I would probably he put just him lost in that cap. Uh, last weekend. And there you have it. Who did he lose to? Oh God, I don't know. I was I watched the match, but I can't remember what you know one of those Russian names or something like that. I wrestled him. Okay, but you know, so if what was it, last year when um. Bon Rodriguez, who was the number two in the world, lost to the number one in the world. What first? I think it was first yeah, round. Yeah, no, I got you. This is this just speaks to the shame, the shame of a wrestling yeah. troll system. Yeah, it's to, that there's only two or three guys on the planet that you could say stack the deck however you want. And he's getting a medal. Yeah, two or three. I agree. In 100%. the entire world. Uh, uh, we're we're, give, we're giving out twenty four medals in freestyle, twenty four, and there's two or three guys in the planet that you would say put the put it however you wanted. He's getting a medal. Yeah, that's crazy. Sadulayev, did you see that Sadulayev? They're making a big deal because he gave up points. Did you see that? <laughs> I didn't think I didn't think he exposed. I watched it. I didn't- Watch it. I didn't watch it. I, I thought it was. Mind. I thought it was a very questionable four points. I really thought it was. I thought, uh, you know, he got thrown, but whether he actually exposed or not, I think that's very questionable, very debatable. Hmm. Hmm. So, um, we got any more thoughts. You're 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 just pumped to go to the trial. Are you taking all your boys with you, or are you going solo? What are you doing? No, I'm going solo. I'm meeting. Um, I'm. I'm I'm gone Thursday and Friday on business uh, for my real job, so to speak. And then I'm meeting Jesse Lang out there. We're going to 
shake some hands and kiss some babies and advocate for Rudis for merchandising and selling at the fan fests. I'll be there helping out. And, uh, that's why that's, you know, it's a business trip, so to speak. And yeah, I'm just excited though. I mean, yeah, I ha- I didn't get to go to the NCAAs. I got four kids. The oldest is nine. So I don't get to do this stuff. Very long, so I'm just excited to have a wrestling weekend for again. Nice. All right, man. Well, I'm hoping what about I can you, handle it. You, you, you ready to rock and roll in your fight? I'm always, I'm always ready to fight. I'm so excited to fight. I haven't fought in a long time, so I'm, I'm ready to fight. Um, but I'm, I am, prior to that, I'm excited to watch these trials. I'm just hoping I can uh, actually stream them. I, you know, I'm going to have to go somewhere special in Singapore and find a really nice internet connection because I don't know if this hotel connection will do the job on the streaming. Okay. All right. Well, we'll keep in touch, man. I'm sure we got plenty to talk about next week. we got your fight build up and then uh... – and then also the, the results. That'll be, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. All right, Tommy, uh, I just want to th- thank our sponsor, Defense Soap. Uh, defend what you have built. Thank you, as always. You guys have been great to us. And, uh, Tommy, you have a, a great time at the trials. All right, brother. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks. See ya. You are listening to the T-Row and Funky Show, brought to you by Defense Soap. Defend what you have built. Brought to you by All Force Nutrition, a wrestling company, with products for wrestlers, by wrestlers. They sponsor a, a plethora of senior level athletes, including David Taylor, John Rear, Dustin Schlater, Zach Sanders. And their products are delicious. I've, I've had their post-workout. I've had their pre-workout. Um, I'm even getting old, so I'm taking some of the joint pills. Log on to allforcenutrition.com and, and get some of your products today.